Welcome to this week's episode of the Sisterhood Debrief, where we discuss all things sisterly, godly, and ratchet. Hey y'all, and welcome back for another episode of the Sisterhood Debrief. This is your girl, Brittany, Alex, and Vernique. And we're going to kick this thing off with prayer. God, we thank you so much for another opportunity to gather together and to just fellowship and um, just release your glory into the earth. God, we are so grateful for the opportunity to be daughters, to be sisters, and to be friends. Lord, I pray that you would bless everyone who listens to this podcast and that they would be filled and just experience your presence with them, um, even while we are all apart. It's in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. 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 So, what would you do if you woke up with superpowers? And what superpower would you want? So the That's my superpower sound. Growling. Don't hate. Oh. Wow. That's my superpower sound. Yes. What, a Wolverine? Girl, that's uh that's i don't know what that is it ain't no rumoring that's the best thing i could come up right with. there like, and she's like saying that like there's a name for it like uh, it's not it's obviously not it's me transforming oh like oh but don't do it because that's my boo in real life oh, okay yes and she got on green Bruce Banner. she mm-hmm. do got on green um i would like to read people's minds because mm-hmm. i need to know what people nosy. really think I am nosy, but that way I ain't got to guess. I don't have to think or second guess whether or not you playing me. Um, when you, you know, give your side eye to your partner in crime while you're talking to me, I know mm-hmm. if you're feeding me some mess or not. Um, I will know exactly what my husband really be thinking when he says certain <laughs> stuff, even though he's pretty pretty much an honest person. Like, he tell me stuff I don't want to hear, but at least I'll know, like, the deeper, like, what you really think about me, dog? Like, you know, where we really at? So oh definitely read your minds. Um, probably wouldn't want that capability like while sleeping or trying to actively focus on certain things. So turning it on and off would be cool. But I got to know what people be thinking because people be out here trying to play you. That's mine. That's true, though. They do be trying to play you. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm going to be <clears throat> invisible. You want to be invisible? I surely do. Sneaky. Nosy, sneaky. I oh mean, wow! All kind of rooms. <laughs> Don't even know I'm there saying all kind of stuff. Oh, that's how you really feel. But you can't be in all places at well. I don't have to be in all places yeah. at one time, but I can move. You can go to where you want to go and then be invisible. Yeah, I always thought that was dumb, but that's a good point. <laughs> that's a good point. I'm glad I could change your mind. <laughs> I don't I'm know. I'm too clumsy for that. That's no, true. You don't knock something over. Walkers will be falling. Like what is that? Like who? Trip, I would trip over my own feet, walking down the stairs, trying to be all, you know, sleuth-like. You know, <laughs> my, my, I, I'm with Brittany, but I feel like, what else could be, I, there's something about, oh, being able to, like, think of and execute, like, the best ideas. Here you go, being yes. all gone uh, Bernie, yeah, like, I, wanna, I just want to make <laughs> I just want to make some money like what what's the next big thing like I want to have the ability to do it and then like just produce it and, and just be set for so life. why don't your superpower be just making money literally like just make it out of and, and like leave well because I, I would need something to do yeah you, you know what I'm saying yeah I can't be bored okay. so yeah 
Yeah. I actually like that, I guess. Like, everything that you think about concerning your business, like, it's like, oh, effortless because yeah. I thought of this, this is my And time. then I still feel purposeful. And people would pay for you, pay for exactly. you to think about their ideas. Oh, yes. I could be a bit. Bu- Come on. Okay, so that's okay. a business and a business. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, you will be good at doing this, do this, and do this. Yeah, that's facts. I uh-huh. like that. So, did y'all hear about how America... Has stopped becoming great again and it just opening up again? Not stop. Yeah, because we live in Georgia and I we mean, were the first to do it, like dummies. One of the hey. first, but at this point, it's like what? Over 50% of the U.S. has started to reopen. So, y'all want to talk about that? Who has the deets? I mean, I don't have a lot of deets. We were the, I think Georgia was the first to officially reopen. We weren't the first to talk about it. I think on the last podcast we talked about those seven states that had their um, plans together. their plans together, mm-hmm. their little um, pack. And the NDC had released a plan. Yeah, they had a little pack to but reopen even, for their economy, but that wasn't to open to May first. Georgia, and like, even Trump was like, "Bro, like you doing a lot." Yeah, bro. Trump <laughs> was like, "Brian Kemp, yeah, good idea, not. but you moving a little too fast." You know, I just pray for the people of America that we really, really think about are the places that we are going to. Um, really worth our lives mm. because mm. Uh, yeah because that's what you're doing you're risking your life at this point and i mean in georgia we reopened last on what was that last the 24th Friday, the, yeah and the numbers show from april 30th to may 1st a thousand confirmed cases in 24 hours wow that, increase like increase, new cases, new cases wow. in 24 hours that's crazy that's crazy, crazy. that's that's mind-boggling like so, I don't know what he thought was going to happen, but um, the numbers show that we need to be at home just a little bit longer. Yeah, there was this, um, he's appearing like an official doctor for, like, the government's, um, the, I guess, for, research, Fossey. Yeah. Yeah, Anthony Fossey, Dr. Anthony Fossey was actually on CNN talking about, apparently he's being blocked from giving, like, testimonies to the House um because they don't, cause they don't, they don't want people. him to scare people but he basically said that what normally would happen in an epic pandemic like this is you will wait until you see a good declination in mm-hmm. the cases over the course of what like two weeks 14 days i believe he said and then you would then start phase one of a but that's reopening just, program that's common sense like i don't even need him to tell me that no, you know, like, at, we all know, like, there should but be. But it's so <laughs> stupid. Like, why is it that we, we, it's something about just being American that is, um, we just don't like anybody to tell us what to do. Mm-hmm. And we don't like our rights being taken away. And we I don't mean, like none of that. Foundation. And so <laughs> it's ridiculous, but, like, it's literally to your own detriment. Yeah. It's to your own detriment. And now you're putting other people at risk because there are those, and, you know, it's a money thing, right? So they're opening up because they no longer want to pay for the extensive amount of, um, uh, unemployment Mm -hmm. and so it's like well if we open up and we say as a government that it's okay then there's no reason that we should be giving out these funds less people get funds more businesses go under because they now can't they really can't bring these people back Mm -hmm. where it's not safe and so it's just it's really crazy and i hope we remember this during election time because oh yeah even oh, this yeah. is not this is affecting now small businesses and you know a majority of small businesses tend to be right leaning mm-hmm. and so hopefully now you you know will remember this when it comes down to voting like this this was hopefully we're all paying attention yeah Thanks. Thanks. i agree so did y'all also hear about 
how y'all folks are navigating video conferencing during I know, like, because, like, working from home is, like, a transition for everybody. Mm-hmm. But, but y'all... Hey, Alex, share your story. I'm joking. <laughs> I don't got no story. I, I don't turn my camera on until they ask me to. <laughs> I am I stay on mute, camera off. Until somebody be like, so, Alex, want to turn your camera on? Like, I guess. But I'm still on mute, so I don't hear me say, I guess. Mm. So... Um, there's so many people, I'm sure maybe you've seen the video on Facebook where the lady is like on her yes. laptop and then she goes Listen to the bathroom down. and sets it on the floor. Every girl opened it up for everybody. I mean, bust it wide open. Everybody. Oh, everybody saw it but the boss, luckily. Mm-hmm. And the boss was like, what's going on? <laughs> Everybody's the like, boss nothing. probably sharing her screen. <laughs> First of all, right, right. she has some loyal co-workers. She does. Because they did not say what was going on. Mm-hmm. Now imagine if she, she probably was the type of co-worker that was cool. Mm-hmm. And so they had her back. But imagine if it was like, you know, snitching Susan. Look. They'd been you like, can't say that. She busting it wide. Oh, why? Because there's a whole group about. Uh, <laughs> can't say Karen, Susan, or Becky. If they don't get out my, anyway. Why we can't say that? They're offended. They're Ooh, offended. Majority women. Yeah, <laughs> They said that is a they racial, racial slur. <laughs> what? Let's talk current event. Did y'all hear yeah. about white people being offended by Karen? For names that y'all mamas gave y'all? That <laughs> I mean, y'all understand. You but cannot okay. say Karen. Okay. Yeah. If they have a whole Facebook group. It's like a Facebook group in like. A it's like. I think. So yeah. can we can we ask who they met at? Because Becky literally was in. I think they're upset about that the too. Group, but most recently, we <laughs> I mean, like, in the video that Plies did. Yeah, but that was also before this, you know, latest move of like black happiness. <laughs> so yeah, they don't like that. Yeah, so. I don't even know what that is. Y'all know I'll be shut up. I don't need black happiness. Like, literally. literally, Like, us being happy. We're we're thriving. Like, we living. We can't live. No. Come on now. Because Karen's mad now. But rice don't matter. Y'all better go on. Go on. But did y'all hear about, and then, you know, as we're talking about blackness and the beauty of it, this, the next verses, which (laughs) is Erica Badu and Jill Scott. I like, I'm going to like ready. I might I actually, I might actually watch. I've the only one I've seen so far was T Pain and um, who was it? And Lil John. Was it? Good? Oh, that it one was, was real good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. I didn't see that one. I told it was y'all dope. I saw John Piquet and Hezekiah Walker. She's so safe. <laughs> so safe. <laughs> That's all I grew up on. I don't know secular music. But um. no, it was fire. It took me back to like high school. I was like, eh, hey, yeah. But I was in college. I would have known they stuff though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't do me. I'm talking about we was we in college because y'all old. Because y'all old. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you where, when some of the songs actually came out. But anyway, um, who do y'all have? Who do y'all have? Erica or Jill? Jill. Definitely Jill. Because you like her more, or because yeah, of I think I, yeah, I, I do like her more. But I also feel like her music, like first of all, I I'll kind of feel like they appeal to two different generations. So? I feel like Erica is more not two different generations, but like two segments within our generation. Yeah. Like the yeah. older millennials are the people right before us, and then us. So like we kind of grew up on Jill, Jill Scott, Scott, not Erica Badu. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really think it depends on who's listening. Maybe. Um, at the time, but I also feel like Jill's music resonates with people. I think it's a weird comparison. I think it's a weird comparison. I kind of agree with that. I think it's like, eh. who's another like neo soul that I would have put with Erica? I mean, they're both neo soulish, but um, Jill gives me a little bit more R and B vibe. Yeah, she does. Um, I don't think I have anybody who I would put against really Erica Badu. I think I, she's kind of maybe India Ari or like India Ari. Well, I love India, but she yeah. would not stand up against. 
against either of these women. Yeah. No. She has a she catalog, has that, her but... Her stuff is, re- like, real feel-good music as opposed to, So you want my like hits, like, oh... Yeah, she don't have It is soulful. Like she that. definitely has soulful. But maybe... I don't know. I'm a huge India fan. I but I, I guess I guess it wouldn't be super entertaining. Maybe that's what Probably it is. Probably not. But her latest album... Because wait for Jill to get... It. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but Jill... <laughs> Jill, I feel... I agree with you in the sense of, like, she has more relatable music. Yeah, I think so. Like, I don't... I, it feels good. I have to think. And... But there's more that come to mind. Like, I'm going through my Jill song, you know. And we all have inside jokes about that, like, eggs. Like, her random, like, <laughs> things in that song. Or, let's take a long walk. Uh, yeah, this is, this is gonna be fire. The I, only song that I can think of by Erica is Bag Lady. Stop. <laughs> Window seat. No. Tyrone. Okay, Tyrone. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Tyrone for sure. I mean, I grew up pretty Christian too. But anyway. Same, same. No um, so yeah. Today, our episode, seeing as it is Mother's Day, we're going to be talking about how we feel about motherhood. Why do you say so softly? I was going to say, why did your voice get so low when you said hey, that? You know, that's actually a great question. What am I talking about? That's actually a great question. Can I be, like, really honest? Yes, go ahead. Go ahead. Mother's Day is very hard for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it's not my... It's the holiday where I kind of go into a shell. Mm-hmm. And I just close off. Because me and mom don't have the greatest relationship. Yeah. And yeah. so... And interestingly enough, I just realized this yesterday. I hadn't thought about it. But um, my ex used to buy gifts for my mom and his mom and for them i think he like even picked them out like i just okay them and so and prior to that i was broke so i couldn't afford anything now i'm uh pleasantly and peacefully unemployed uh because of covid but um i'm like uh, what do i do like i don't know I don't really know how to deal with it. So it's weird. You know, Mother's Day is experienced differently by so many people. Yeah. Um, whether you're close, whether your parent has passed, whether your relationship is not that good, you know, whether you're a mom yourself and then what your dyna- dynamic was with your mom. There's so many things. Like, it's a really hard, um, it's a it's a minefield sometimes. And so this year, I think I'm more, I think I'm better this year than I usually am. I'm not really sure why, but um, I also didn't realize it was coming until like maybe yesterday. Yeah, it's kind of. It feels early this year. It feels year. early. Like I know. I feel like I don't have more time. I think it's everything's going on. Like yeah. we're in the house. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, I I understand where you're coming from. Like I sympathize with my friends who are. I mean, you and your mom are like besties. Mm. Uh. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Okay. But I do with for people who are not close to their moms or who have lost their moms and this is just a hard time for them. Mm-hmm. It's so easy, just like any holiday really, that you you're so focused on your own world that you forget that everybody does not have the same life as you or don't have doesn't have the same experiences as you. Mm-hmm. Um and sometimes we can people can be insensitive about that. Mm-hmm. Like because you never think like, oh, just because somebody's mom is still living, they're not close to their mom, so they don't celebrate the day or their mom has passed away or, and things mm-hmm. like that. So, I think as I've grown, even though me and my mom are very close, um, my one of my best friends lost her mom um, mm-hmm. when we were in college. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, it's really, and I saw her as a mom. Like, I saw her as a second mom. Mm-hmm. So, it's like really opened my eyes to be way more, I guess, empathetic. Is that the word? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
about to those people and understanding those relationships and helping them. My mom is really good about opening her home to everybody. My mom will mm-hmm. open her home to anybody. She thinks all of my friends are her other kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, just showing them love, too, because the love that you received growing up, somebody else might not have ever experienced something like that. Mm-hmm. And some people can be selfish with parents. Like, mm-hmm. like I want my parent to myself type mm-hmm. thing, and I try not to be that way. I try to, like, I want my mom to love on all my friends. I want... And I want to be the type of mom she is where people want to come to her home. Same, yeah. Like, that's a big deal Mm -hmm. to me. But, yeah. And that's a big big thing, too. Like, it also informs you of what kind of parent you want to be. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. Like, growing up, like, either it's like, I'm going to be this person or I'm not. Mm -hmm. And... Even though, like, some of the things my mom did growing up, I didn't necessarily agree with. But I see myself doing them as a parent. Mm. Like, like some of the ways, some of her discipline mm-hmm. um, techniques, I guess. Mm-hmm. She wants to call them that. I see myself doing the exact same thing with, with Kendall. And I I'm like, like so new age with your daughter. I in was, a good way, though. Not in, like, a... It's because I... It's because whoopings don't work on Kendall. Because mm-hmm. they did, I would use them. Oh, you would? <laughs> 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 they don't work <laughs> so that she's just not that kid and that's what i had to learn too like every kid is different mm-hmm. kendall will cry if i if kendall will tell on herself number one <laughs> um and then she cries very easily <laughs> so mm-hmm. i don't really probably like me as a kid i don't really have to pop her or anything like that i might pop her on her legs but like a full like with a belt or something it's, it's just it's not really effective mm-hmm. so i choose not why would i do it if it's it's not yeah. an effective punishment. Like, that's a waste of time. So, for me and her, because I feel my mama when she said, like, this hurts me more than it hurts yeah. you. I, getting, punishing my child does, like, hurt my, like, it hurts me in a different way. Mm-hmm. Not, like, the pain that she feels because mm-hmm. she's in trouble, but in a different way. It's like, oh, my gosh, okay, I have to help correct this. Like, mm-hmm. where, as a parent, mm-hmm. did I deviate from something that feels like, you naturally like take blame for why your child is acting mm, out, even wow. if it's nothing that you could have done to prevent them from doing it. Kids are going to test boundaries, mm-hmm. but you know, as a parent, sometimes you're like, okay, what did I do wrong that you would want to do this mm-hmm. um, type thing? So, what about you, Brittany? How's Mother's Day for you, or just <laughs> um? So, quick story: in college, I was dating this guy, and I was really close with his family. And I spent a great deal of time at his house. And Mother's Day came around when we were dating. And I spent time with my mom. And then I was like, well, I kind of want to go to his house because I just want to be at his house. And my mom was like literally begging me, requesting me not to go. And I went anyway. Um, It upset her greatly. Um, And her reaction to that from that moment on really set a standard for her our family and mother's day um so now we don't go a year without spending it with her and we don't have to buy her anything she literally just wants us to when i say us, my sister and i to come into town um have dinner and just fellowship especially since it's on sunday we all typically at church anyway um but like it's not a day to go without spending with her so it's typically all about her since my sisters had kids. It's been about th- those two. And I think that was hard for me 
the first year after my sister had my oldest niece um because i was like oh everybody here is now a mom except for me Mm. (laughs) um so that was really rough and i had a really bad attitude that year i remember my sister literally calling me out about it like she was like i don't know what's going on with you but you need to get yourself together Mm. um but ever since then i have tried really hard to make sure like that they both feel um loved on that day because i don't i can have selfish tendencies and Growing up, especially, I had to, because I felt like I gave so much of myself for people, always doing what people wanted me to do. People being my mom. Like, I did a lot of stuff that I I know my mom. I only did it because she wanted me to do it. So, when I had the opportunity as an adult to, like, kind of do my own thing, Mm. I would try to do that. And then if it hurt her or anybody else in our immediate family, I would be like, dang, I shouldn't have done that. So, I do try really hard to make sure that those days... um, Father's Day included, are about the people that they're supposed to be about, regardless of how I, like, might feel in the moment, selfishly. Um, One thing I can't wait for is to have a Mother's Day of my own, though. Um, That's something that, like, I'm already seeing, like, oh, this day is going to be about me. Like, it took hell and hot water to get here, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and we're going to make sure that, you know, you know we have a good time on mother's day so but yeah mother's day um my grandmother also passed in 2014 so that's also kind of like a pain point because my mom and her mom were super close Mm. um and we were also close to my maternal grandmother so again like the day is literally all about Kendra Holmes like ain't nobody else (laughs) in in the world and it's interesting now as a married woman having to like split those days split that time so he goes to his mom and you go to yours no um so I mean clearly she understands like I have a mother-in-law and Chris needs to see his mom as well so sometimes we'll do this thing like we'll go down on Saturday we'll spend Saturday with his mom because she doesn't care what day it is um we'll spend saturday with his mom and then sunday we'll spend with mom with mine or we'll do like a split of that day um we've done a lot of things where we've invited everybody into one space Mm -hmm. um so like this mother's day my sister is cooking dinner for everybody and we have like these family dinners and whatnot um your sister could throw down like that oh yeah she'll do a spread wow. yeah um she can cook mind you she somehow taught herself how to cook because growing up she used to just mix concoctions mm. and i'm like how did you learn how to do all this <laughs> um but yeah so she'll do that and we've done things like where we invite chris's parents over so they've been over to you know my parents house and we'll just all fellowship together um but yeah mm. mother's day is kendra home day <laughs> like, I don't blame her. Non-negotiable. <laughs> yeah, how do you celebrate Mother's Day? Um, spend it with my mom and Kendall. So, d- d- like, is it all about your mom? Do you guys share? No. Yeah. Well, my love language in regards to how I show love to other people is gift giving. Mm-hmm. So, like, me and my sister normally like go all out for stuff like this. Um, so me and my sister. Will buy my mom a pretty, probably a pretty nice gift. My mom normally always gives me money or a gift card, mm. or yeah, um, Kendall's dad for like the first three years of her life, he used to give me a nothing actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was gonna say a car, but not even that. My mom used to get a car for Kendall to scribble on. Oh. Um, mm. my mom still does that, but he's gotten better. Um, in regards to it, well, I'm not gonna say the first year. The first year we was he was still trying to date me, so. He was like, cool like, about mama it. used to give Kendall a card to make 
for you or yeah, like for me. from her dad? No, like for her, for me. Like, oh, okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah, to give to me. So, like, my mom just feels that, like, the other parent should get, like, Rodney should get a card for Kendall to give to me. Mm-hmm. Like, not a card from him because mm-hmm. we ain't together. So, I don't really necessarily need a card from you, but a card from my own child. Because yeah. I did, actually, Kendall's second year, I didn't even get a card from Kendall. Like, my mom went and bought a card after the fact and gave it to me. Because he didn't get me a card. Mm. And my mom is very sentimental. And so she's just like, like, that's just how I was raised. I'm like kind of the same way. I like getting cards. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's a day where we're all together for the most part. Me, my mom, Kendall, my sister. Um, and normally we go out to eat. But this year we'll be at home because, you know, it's Mother's Day. I ain't cooking. My mama don't want to cook. They just leave my sister, who can cook, but then she don't want to clean. Your sister mm-hmm. know how to cook. How do y'all sisters just know how to cook? That's cool. And um, <laughs> and I ain't cleaning, so it's Mother's Day still, sis. Yeah. Invite your man over to clean up. <laughs> but he be with his mom, too. His family's very close. But, um, yeah, that's how Mother's Day normally is, all of us together. So it doesn't mean a lot to you, or are you just kind of like, oh, this is nice? No, it means a lot. I mean, even though we're always together a lot, like, if the world was open, like... <laughs> <laughs> We were, uh, I mean, we still kind of. I'm going to say, you are there a lot. It's only in the last two weeks that you ain't really been there. Like yeah, that. I, I go to my mom's a lot. Mainly because she lives down the road. Like, if she lived farther, that would be a different story. But she literally lives down the same major street as me. <laughs> so, I visit my mom a lot. And it's the reason why I bought my house where I did because I wanted to be close to my mom. Because yeah. it means a lot to me. My family is very close in general. Um,. Like, literally, where my grandmother lives, almost everybody lives within 15 minutes. Like, everybody's just super duper close. We have a very close-knit family. So, that's just, you know, how we were raised, and that's how we are. And I mean, I don't have a problem moving away from my mom, but I like being close to my mom because she helps me with Kendall a lot. Mm -hmm. So, and because of that, I try to shower her with love and give her things that she wants and desires. My mom sacrificed a lot for me and my sister, especially after my dad passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, and she helps me so much with Kendall. Like, y'all don't even understand. Like, mm-hmm. if my mama didn't help me with Kendall during this quarantine, honey, I would not be here. <laughs> because between my regular job, being a teacher, yeah. discipline, like, kids are different at home than they are at school. Like, the things I get on to Kendall about at home, her teacher's like, she does not do that here. And I was like, because Kendall knows how to behave in public. She knows I will come show out. Mm-hmm. Like, but at home, she knows this is where I can let my guard down yeah. and be free. And I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And it's a struggle for her to understand this is school time mm-hmm. versus play time because we're in the same environment yeah. all the time. So, like I said, I'm grateful for my mom. She does a, a lot, a lot for me. So, this is just another day for me to really shower her with love. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Well, I'm going to figure out how I'm gonna, what I'm going to do. So. <laughs> you come eat with us, girl. I guess. I'll probably Ooh. just stay at home. That's okay. You can come on right on down to Warner Robins. But that's the hard thing, too, is spending Mother's Day with other people's mothers. Yeah. Like, and yeah. seeing them love on that. Like, Oh, she so she clearly supports you like yeah so maybe that's like a little step i don't know because i don't know the whole story but maybe mm-hmm. there's like a little stepping stone to okay <laughs> the, well, i mean i guess on. it is but it's like you know you want me shooting in the gym hello so i, I feel that i feel that but um, you know 
But she did tell me, interestingly enough, yesterday she told me she was proud of me. Um, which was interesting. I took note of, I guess. But, I don't know. I just, it's kind of like, you know, somebody comes in at the end. Yeah. And just like, tries to. I get it. Yeah. So anyways, <laughs> um, you know, I don't know how informative this time was, but um, hopefully whoever is listening, like, you know, you understand that there are so many ways to experience this day. It comes with a lot both good and bad yeah. um and so wherever you are on that spectrum I, and I think we we displayed a good yeah range mm-hmm. right um wherever you are on that spectrum whether you are waiting to be a mom whether um you've lost your mom whether your relationship is strained with your mom whether your relationship is amazing and you love your mom um hopefully this gives you insight into um you know what what other people are experiencing and that you just kind of have hold a space of gratitude for wherever you are um yeah and know you're not alone mm-hmm. wherever you are on the spectrum sometimes it can some parts of it like having strained or lost your mind you kind of feel like nobody else feels that way because it's so pushed that everybody's so close to their mom that you know that you're not alone you're not the only person like that in the world mm-hmm. um and it's okay like it's, it's gonna be okay what you experience on this day it, you know, embrace your feelings. Don't try to suppress them. Yeah. Embrace them and move forward through them. Don't stay there. Yeah. That's good. So, um, life update. <laughs> There's nothing much happening. It's been cool being able to work from home, so I can talk about that. Um, there's not a lot going on, clearly, because everybody's stuck inside, for the most part. Um, being an educator, it has been most pleasurable to be at home because as you all know if you listen to any of the previous episodes where I've either either given a life update or perspective on my job um the school that I am currently working in has been very challenging this year so I feel like God really opened up a blessing for me to allow me to work mm-hmm. at home and we're also ending the school year early so we only have like wow. three weeks left oh, wow. um is that early uh, it's about a week and a half earlier than it was going to be. <laughs> okay, I'm like three weeks. We were going to end up, the regular school year would have had kids and teachers coming back after Memorial Day. Mm. So oh, that's okay. that's not normal. Even yeah. for my school district, that's an extended year mm-hmm. um, school district. But yeah, so being at home has been, has taught me a lot about myself. Um, I'm a workaholic and I'm always trying to find something to do. Even as we're recording this right now, I'm thinking about like what this may look like as far as my literary consulting and P31 and all these things that I, that I have on my plate. And God has really been not directly speaking to me, but through other people indirectly just saying like, um, you know, you don't have to keep doing so much. Um, so I've really been thinking about how I can implement like just a step, taking a step back. I think I'm a little bit afraid of doing that because everything that I'm doing right now has just kind of started popping off um, and becoming successful. So I feel like stepping away can cause that to decline. But yeah, I mean, I've just thoroughly enjoyed being at home, uh, growing closer to my spouse, um, trying to make a Rona baby. Um, (laughs) Yeah, we've been working out. I've lost 20 pounds. Uh, Hopefully I can keep it off once outside opens back up. Um, but yeah, that's my life update. There's literally nothing happening. Happening. I should have done the life update. Oh, what you got going on, sis? Uh, 
I'm an author. What? Oh yeah, go ahead. Not so, an oh, author, yeah. producer. <laughs> I know. No, and that's the show. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> producer. But you should have did it. But the thing about <laughs> it is, um, this is gonna sound preachy, but the biggest I really enjoyed this. So yeah, for those of y'all who don't know, um, I'm a travel social worker, right? And I was actually I just came back from Boston, y'all know, in March 28th, and. I have, once I got back, like the second week, my second week back, I was supposed to have a three-week break, then go to D.C. My D.C. contract got canceled. So then I found myself, like, unemployed. I didn't know, am I going to get another contract? Do I even want another contract? Do I want to expose myself? Because I'm in the medical field. Mm -hmm. And so I have been off for the last month, over a month now. It's been incredible. I have been enjoying it. Yeah. I'm grateful for the fact that I could take a month off, right? Like, everybody can't do that. I've never in my life been able to do that, and at ease. Um, but I've just learned so much about just the goodness of God and the beauty of just abiding in Him. Mm, you know what I mean? Like, good. just living my day as just a daughter and, like, doing mm -hmm. the things that whatever tickles my fancy for the day. Like... And I mean, I have responsibilities, right? We, I run a business, like uh, me and Alex are producing a show. Mm -hmm. um, we all have stuff to do. I have things to do, but I'm not doing it on, with the same level of anxiety and crunch that I normally do them in. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. working full time and then coming home and trying to do this and do yeah. that. Like I've gotten more accomplished and I feel so good. And so um, my book release is May 2nd. Um, and just being able to really work on that project and, and get that prepared and mm -hmm. just the fun that I can do it in and just, I don't know. And there's a, which I made them listen to this, but there's a particular song that's just been speaking to my spirit. Um, it's Promises by Maverick City Music. And it's just a reminder of like how God anchors us, like in the midst of all of this, mm -hmm. in the midst of everything that's going on to just be anchored in God, to not be fearful, right, to right. not be concerned, like, to just be here, like, and just trusting in God. Like, there's something going around that we cannot see. Can't if see, we have never, control. yeah, that we can't control. Can't and so if, if there ever was a time for people to panic, it would be now. But you guys and other people that I know who are believers, we are in a place of peace. Yeah. And it's not to say that we don't believe things are going on. I've lost a family. I've lost several family members, yeah. right? But I just, I'm so anchored in Christ. Yeah. I am yeah. so anchored in Christ. And um, it's just really been an amazing experience to just flow, mm -hmm. to live in a place of flow. And I just wish that this is what my life looked like. But, Every day, right? Yeah, but, you. you know, for the time it that could. it is. Mm. One day it might be in his plan, sis. You yeah. never know. Prayerfully. But I definitely I definitely I can agree feel with it. that. Just I have not had a worry care concern. I was mm -hmm. actually having this conversation with my mom and sister the other day in our group chat and my sister was just like, Hey, somebody like my um my oldest niece is in a private school and my sister literally had drew up a withdrawal letter, turned it into the school because they couldn't afford the tuition for the rest of the year because her husband isn't working and at the time she wasn't working either um and then literally like the next day somebody she was told that somebody had paid their tuition what? for the remainder of the year in full and we were having that conversation which was like wow god has been superiorly awesome mm -hmm. in this moment mm -hmm. like chris and i have had money to come into our home from like Places we didn't know it was coming from. Yo. Um, we, like, we have had plenty of food. And being at home the way we at home right now, 
my husband eats like a horse, okay? Two or three, maybe a whole stable. And <laughs> we have food in our home that, yeah. like, on a regular, like, day-to-day, it seems like we don't have enough to eat at the house. We're always going mm. to grab something or something like that. And just, like, being able to tithe into our church, which mm. who needs it, they need it tremendously, even though we're not in the building, being able to be a blessing to other people during this time. Um, we've had family members deal with COVID as well, but God has been a provider like to the utmost. I don't know if there is a better definition of his provision than this season in this time right here. Um, and it has shown me like when money is tight, when money, when we don't have the food to not feel overwhelmed because it's literally coming from nowhere. (laughs) So I definitely feel you on that for certain. Yeah, that yeah. was kind of like a can I preach segment. Actually. It really was. Kinda, Thank you, Vernie. I don't even gotta preach. It was like a two, a two. <laughs> no, because if I had to preach that one day, you have to. But no, but seriously, like, if there's ever been a time to see the faithfulness of God, it's now. Mm-hmm. And I'm really grateful for the opportunity. And to the, your point about money, when I was in Boston, people, yo, like I was, I would be at work and people would randomly cash at me, and I would mm-hmm. feel guilty. Cause I'm like, I make decent money, like you know, give it to somebody who really needs it. Lo and behold, not knowing that, that I was going to, yeah. Mm, um, and so that's been crazy. Like, I've been able to give even from that, or I've been able to, prov- like, pay for certain things for my business and whatever. And so that's yeah. just been, like, oh, he's so good. He is. It yeah. really is. Yeah. yeah. So, let me preach. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really, I don't know if it's a preach. I don't know. I don't mind a preacher, okay? That's Renique. Pastor Nick. Oh okay? And Pastor Brittany. Ooh, definitely yeah. Pastor Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> she preach every Thursday. Anyways, my word for today is, if not now, then when? Okay. Mm. Um, Come on with the title. When the title title makes you feel, when that title hits you like, "Mm, you know it's good. What's my reference? (laughs) From the Old Testament, I'm just saying. (laughs) The Old Testament reading today will be. (laughs) (laughs) We're not laughing, guys. Okay. (laughs) But for real, y'all, if not now, when? Like. Honestly, God has get, given us a time that nobody before has before us has ever gotten. We have a, a, a national downtime. Well, we've had a national downtime, even though some parts of the world and America are reopening. But now is really the time to do what God has purposed you to do. Mm-hmm. Now is the time for you not to have any excuse. You're working from home yes. or you're not working or you're on paid leave. What is your excuse now? What is your excuse for not doing what God has called you to do. Mm. What is your excuse for not cleaning out that closet? What is your excuse now for not spending time with your child? What is your excuse now for not spending time with your spouse? Like, if not now, then when? If you're not going to make time, if you're not going to commit now, if you're not going to be consistent now, then when would you do it? You Mm. You don't have anything to fall back on. You don't have an excuse to give. Mm-hmm. So I ask you again, if not now, then when? Come so on. this is a charge for you to go out and do what you're called to do. This is a charge that I gave myself. Like, so it's just not I'm not just speaking to you because I'm coming from a place of I'm doing it and I'm better than or higher up. I'm doing it because I'm I'm saying this to you because I'm in the trenches with you. Mm-hmm. I'm the person who's like I don't have the time because I have a two hour commute. I don't have the time because I have to come home from work and take care of my daughter and cook. I don't have the time because of this, that, and the third. But I don't have that excuse right now. God asked me, if you're not going to do it now, then when are you going to do it? God has trusted you with something. Part of his will for this earth is coming through you. 
So if you don't do it now, when will you do it? So that's all I got. That's good. Amen, sis. Pastor Alex. Negative. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but for real, I'm so serious. Like, we really have to be, um, and do like, vigilant. Yeah, like, we have to really think about, like, what. What excuse are we giving ourselves not to do whatever it is that you need to do in in your life? Like, it doesn't have to be some grand purpose. You don't have to start a business or a blog or a podcast, nothing like that. Maybe it is clean up your home. Mm. Maybe it is being present. (laughs) (laughs) Being present in your home. You know, put your phone down. Stop ignoring your kids. Like, everything, you can't keep giving them a tablet. You can't. Only time you talk to your husband is when you want some. Like that, mm-hmm. just that that you can't do that. Like if you want something to thrive, you have to put your all into yeah. it. And now is honestly the time for you to be able to do it because there is nothing stopping you. There is no outside influence stopping you. So I encourage you to go ahead and put forth your all into whatever it is that you need to do in your home and get it together. Yeah. Amen. I agree with that. Mm, this was a good little cleansing segment, now wasn't it? Cleansing. Well, you know what? Okay, maybe it was just cleansing for me. <laughs> maybe I was maybe say, that was maybe just for me. Yeah, maybe that was my but delivery no, session. Maybe you know, I, mean, I like it though. That was good. That was a good word, Alex. For real. Yeah. Um, y'all, please comment um on Instagram and tell us like what? How are you spending Mother's Day? Mm-hmm. Um, what has this quarantine season been like for you? Like, really, what is the Lord showing you? What is the Lord teaching you? What are what have you accomplished? And no pressure, right? But I think the point that Alex made was good. It's like, it's not even just about producing something new, but doing the things that you haven't been able to do, you know? Like, what is God saying? Yeah. And so, yeah. Well, we love you guys. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Sisterhood Debrief. Debrief. (laughs) Where we talk about all things sisterly, godly, and ratchet. (laughs) Love y'all.